Hey listeners, before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans and others should other countries do this too. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Hello, friends. My name is Dan Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we are an award-nominated sex and dating advice podcast where we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners such as yourself. And we answer them right here, right now, in your ears. And let's just start off by saying if you are joining us because we talk to you at Fan Expo this weekend. Hello. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome. This is what we sound like when you can't see our bodies. It's true. Uh, and we love you guys. And you know what? I'm going to kick it into gear right now with some bad sex writing slash sex news. Oh, it's a combo. It's a combo. And it's coming straight out the gate. So are you ready? Right. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the uh, competition that uh, the Albertan government put out? Christ, there's nothing. I was going to say there's nothing good that comes out of Alberta, but that's not true. I know some lovely, lovely Albertans, but the Alberta government on the other hand. Yeah, uh, I was in I was in Alberta and it's fucking beautiful. Great place. I had a blast. Uh, it was wonderful. But then I see things like this and I'm like, was I in some kind of fever dream where I didn't actually go to Alberta? Basically, there was a government contests where women were invited to share their vision for Alberta and what they do if they were elected as as women in in the political sphere and it was an essay contest right okay are you ready for the third place essay yeah this won third place and won a prize and was picked by the government of Alberta okay we, I don't, I'm just gonna read it you tell me when you've had too much okay hold on who were the judges of this? Do you know like what the judging criteria was or who the, the governing body who was picking these things? Do we know anything about that? I believe. Uh, okay. So uh, it was Alberta associate minister of status of women. Jackie Armstrong Hominiuk had the like set, set this thing in, in motion. Okay. Uh, concert sponsored by the Legislative Assembly of Alberta, started on February 22nd. So are we uh, under the assumption that Jackie, who I assume is also a woman, mm-hmm. was the one yes, who who graded these papers? Yes. Well, apparently she's the one who's being called out for it because it was her idea and she was definitely involved. Whether she personally was the one to pick them, right. I don't know, but it was like her whole thing. And this was published on the website, uh, given a prize, given third place. It has since been deleted, by the way. Okay, well, always a good sign. Always a great way to start reading something is saying that it no longer exists. Okay, just, yeah, let's let's get this going. This is by S. Silver. Women of a unique strength. Oh, and only women can submit these, by the way. Mm -hmm. Women of unique strength. Our ability to give birth. Strength cannot be undermined, underestimated, or demeaned. For without it, none of us would be alive today. Our way of life and culture would vanish. Our species would cease to exist. 
while it is sadly popular nowadays to think the world would be better off without humans or that Albertan children are unnecessary as we can import foreigners to replace ourselves, this is a sickly mentality that amounts to a drive for cultural suicide. First rule of health for any biological population is their ability to reproduce and pass on their way of life into the future. Women are not exactly equal to men. This biological reality is under attack by present-day delusion. To try to promote that women break into careers that men traditionally dominate is not only misguided, but harmful. Such a focus detracts from the languishing, unique strength and truly important role that women have in our preservation of community, culture, and species. Unfortunately, present-day government policies all too often have this misguided and harmful aim. Many women now realize in their late 30s they actually want a child after being taught their career was what mattered earlier in lives and regret not having done it earlier when they were in their prime. Others couldn't afford to have children they were younger. Which, <laughs> the you know, decrepit age of 30. Yeah, oh, I'm not my prime. A damn you government for teaching me to go and have a career. Sadly, having children is an expensive burden in this society. It is the way because our society has become oriented around personal greed and selfish hedonistic goals. Does it say how old this person is? Uh, you had to be, I believe, between 18 and 30 or 18 and 25. Oh, wow. So it's not like you're not like a child and you're not like 90. This was giving me boomer energy. Is right? what I, I was going to say this is like someone in their 50s, 60s. I imagine anyone in their 70s hasn't figured out how to use email to submit this, so mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be them. I can find the exact stats in a second if you want. Now, how do you uh, think they they verify that this is, in fact, a woman? I don't know, because we're also going to have a very good sex writing later on that is fully by a woman. Don't worry. They are definitely a woman who wrote this thing as a woman. Because, like, also, do you think the Alberta government would – were tra- trans women allowed to submit? Uh judging by all this i would say no yeah because that, that like there's so many like degrees and let me tell you the answer to my question often will just make this worse i imagine unless there's like a real a real zinger coming up i i think i can speak on behalf of the audience that we we don't need to hear anymore uh, i will say that there the one thing i will add which is another two pages later Uh, is that they believe the best approach would be to reward families for reproductive service, both with financial rewards to offset the financial burden they're taking on and with medals to symbolize their valuable achievement of having two plus children. Fuck yeah. You know, like what Russia's doing lately. I think, you know what? I can get on board with the government giving me medals for things. Just simple (laughs) tasks. Just, you know, like, why don't I get a medal for fucking voting? If I didn't vote, you wouldn't even have a fucking job. Government. (laughs) <laughs> so so give me a goddamn medal. I, I would like more medals in my daily life. You know? Right. I think I think we would be much more motivated if I have a savings account with a balance of X amount of dollars, you get a, a bronze medal. If you you know what I mean? Like But like also then would I not just be sick of medals? I'd be like, ugh, another medal. Yeah, Great. oh god damn it. Another fucking medal. No, because then you can you can trade those medals in for like a more consolidated, like bigger medal. Right, oh. kind of like a like a you just iPhone. Want the world to be gamified like an RPG. Yes, pretty much. I, I want it to be like a gacha game that you get on your your mobile phone and slowly acc- accumulate various currencies that you can turn into larger currencies uh, to really just flex on people. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, that's just a little snapshot of how Alberta's doing. Now they came under fire from basically everybody, and then scrubbed the board of every single one of these essays. So now you can only find them basically because their political rivals kept them up for uh, gotcha points. Of course. 
Did did they respond to it? Did Jackie come out and say anything in response to this, or did they just say, "Hey, we made it, we goofed it. Let's pretend it never happened," like a Chris Benoit situation? The only thing I've seen, and again, I haven't delved into this massively, is nothing. Just that they deleted them and kind of pretend it didn't happen. Again, there could be a statement. I don't know. Um, I'm going to get a little palate cleanser. Um, the president, or not president, the, the mayor of Peterborough, which is a, a town in Ontario, Canada, okay, is a woman, and she's in the headlines right now. This is a dating and sex advice podcast, I promise. We're just... Yeah. If you're brand just, new from Fan Expo, don't worry. We'll get to the dirty shit in a second. I got a real yeah. spicy question to start this off, by the way. We'll get, we'll get into the mud soon. But I just want to say that there are women in politics who are not doing what we just heard. Um, she's just kind of, she's not running for re-election. So she's just living her best fucking life. Um, I believe it was, I believe Peterborough was where people tried to walk into the police station oh, and yeah. arrest the police, um, mm-hmm. which is- The QAnon uh, lunatics. Yeah, a whole separate thing. But her, re- like her official on the record response to that is something along the lines is, Fuck off with that shit. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Com- and everyone like with- complained and got so upset that like she was uh, cursing and shit. And then she was like, no, it is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking dumb. It's, it's, it's actually really fucking stupid. Um, and you know what? I think there's also a video of uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, I believe mm-hmm. is how you say his name. Of um, him. He's sorry. like giving a speech about uh, guns and gun control. And someone starts laughing. He's like, listen, motherfucker, this might be funny. And I'm like... I think more politicians should call people motherfuckers. And I think if you're doing something Mm -hmm. fucking stupid, you should be able to say, hey, you're being a fucking idiot. And I would immediately respect that politician if if they have grounds to do it more. Even if even if it was like a conservative politician, if someone was saying something fucking stupid and they were like, hey, you're being a fucking idiot, I'd be like, okay. Let's let's strip away all this sort of like bullshit where we don't get anything done because we're just all, you know, so scared that that someone's going to take things the wrong way. It's like, no, if someone's saying something dumb, call them out on it. And I know this might be this might sound like I'm getting uh, I'm an anti cancel culture guy right now. But no, I think I'm I'm more moved by politicians who seem like real people than. Yeah, well, I think cancel culture is a very different thing than this weird, like, false modesty we expect politicians to have. Like, Yeah, this weird um, decorum. Have you seen what's going on with the Iceland prime minister who's in trouble for videos of her, like, partying with some friends and, like, making out with a guy? And it's like, she's living her best life. And she's like, yeah, I don't fucking care. And there's, like, a someone has a Snapchat of her at a party and, like, some girl's topless. And it's like, yeah, it's my friend. She has her top off. Like, deal with it. And everyone's like, oh, how dare she? And it's like, who fucking cares? It's like, we all party. We all fucking have a few drinks and go on the dance floor and shift somebody. It's like, how does that make you not a good politician? It's like, I'd much rather that than someone just be an active piece of shit, you know? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'll take someone topless and dancing in a bar over someone embezzling millions of dollars or stealing from mm-hmm. charities or taking- or running off with super uh, classified documents and lying about yeah. it and taking away women's reproductive rights, etc. But the thing is, is like this. This specifically targets women usually. Because exactly. you remember when like, look at fucking AOC, Trump. he did such garbage stuff to multiple women. He's on camera saying and on record saying horrible, yeah. pseudo if not fully illegal shit about women and gloating. And people are like, "Oh, look at him, he's great." This Icelandic minister fucking dances, and everyone's like, "Wow, what a scumbag, not fit to hold office." Well, that was like when AOC started running for office. Someone 
dragged up a video of her dancing for like a promo. I don't know if it was sorority or uh, yeah, university like sweaters or whatever. And it, it it's not sexy dancing. It is her on like a roof. Yeah, it's pretty you know, goofy. It's it's vibing. very endearing, I find. Yeah. And like I actually respect her more for it. It's like, yeah. yeah. She looks like a normal human being who's having a good time. Unlike yeah. you, who's, you know, having sex with minors in an airport bathroom. So mm-hmm. like yeah. are we are we really gonna compare these two things? <laughs> Apparently. I now I will say, uh Jackie Armstrong Homanook did post a response a few months later saying my cabinet have raised concerns with me about how NASA could have been selected for award as minister for status of women. I want to apologize or emphasize. I do not support rhetoric that in any way diminishes the importance of the contributions of over half of Alberta's population. It's clear the process failed. I apologize for my role in that selection of this particular essay and awarding with third prize was a failure on my part as head of the judging panel. Yeah. You goofed it, Jackie. You ju- yeah. goofed it hard. So she was fully involved, I guess, but did post a lukewarm apology. So there you go. Do with that as you will. All right. We okay. ready? Yeah, we're we're 13 minutes in and we need to get spicy. On the topic of people cursing in politics, there is a very famous and hilarious video of an Irish minister and he's like having a conversation with someone and then he's like, well, in most unparliamentary language, fuck you, deputy stag. Fuck you. And like goes off and it's very funny. All right, you ready? Yeah. This is by Ilza Dox. Girlfriend is living with fake twin brother and cheating on me? Uh-oh. Girlfriend and I have been in a long-distance relationship for a few years now. I know a lot about her, but not a lot about her family. I do know she lives with her parents and twin brother. I searched up her old Xbox username on Twitter because I was curious what I would find, I guess. Led me to a Twitter page with her twin brother's Xbox gamer tag as the Twitter username. As first and last name is the name. Clicked on the Twitter page and found out the person also knows someone with my girlfriend's name and Xbox username. He makes multiple posts about him and someone else with my girlfriend's name and username planning to get married and how many years they've been together. The guy from this Twitter account also is the same age as my girlfriend and her twin brother. And he lives in the same state. And he's the first, same first last name as her brother has the same nickname his friends you mentioned on twitter have the same name as his brother's friends and the twitter account said he got her an xbox on christmas 2014 and i checked my girlfriend's xbox achievements and her first one was two days after christmas 2014 freaked out made her get otp which i assume means on the phone with me so i could ask her about this we just got into a huge argument because i was digging and this has nothing to do with her and i made her wake up her whole family while they're sleeping she was screaming loud at me and woke them up and then she broke up with me Creepy brother? No, because she denied even knowing who he was from his profile picture. I think she's married behind my back or lives with her ex for some reason. I'd like to think that instead of incest or something, don't know what I need to do. We can't talk calmly. Edit. I have no idea how this would be possible because she's on the phone with me with him in the room before. Maybe an open relationship? I don't know. This whole thing is confusing. She also showed me pictures of them as kids together, so I still don't understand. And yes, I know her from FaceTime and calls, etc., and she isn't scamming me for money. I don't... <laughs> this might be one of the few times I'm stumped because I literally don't know what to say. <laughs> Who knew you could get so much information from Xbox? That's all I needed to know. The Xbox sleuth has done it again. I was going to say what happens if I search my old Xbox gamer tank, but it was my current. I, I use that that nickname or screen name for like everything. So I would I, I would even, just find me. I don't even remember my old one. Irish lad. For twenty sixty nine. Oh, that's it. Fiddly D. Ah, here, get out. I, I don't. I I don't have anything to go. I don't know what to like. I think there is enough 
evidence here that you can, you know, one coincidence, if it was like, oh, the guy's name is Mike. Well, that's weird because her brother's name is also Mike. And if that's where the coincidence stop, I'd be like, eh, Mike's a pretty common name, whatever. But for all of the like, there's so many coincidences here that like, obviously, these these things are linked and are, you know, attached to your girlfriend in some way. But I mean, I like I don't know what to like. Do you accuse her of sleeping with her twin brother? Yeah, I think like on a very basic level, if you guys are trying to talk and you can't talk either because one or the other is freaking out, that's not good. Right. Bad relationship right there. If you feel so suspicious and untrustworthy of of this person, you have to delve into our old Xbox username from 2014 and go down this gigantic rabbit hole. Not a good relationship. If you found her twin brother and uh, sorry, twin brother, and all he's posting about is her literal account of being like, yeah, I'm going to get married to her. Also, do you not have her on Twitter? Like if he's like tagging her and shit and being like, yeah, I'm going to marry her. And you have her on Twitter. Can't you just be like, hey, what's what's that? What does that mean? Yeah. Or even like Facebook. Like, is he devoid of like, when does this do these accounts still exist? Or are they old defunct accounts that haven't been used since 2014? Mm -hmm. But also it's like all these things are, yeah, pretty, pretty suspicious, pretty fucked up. But then it's like, oh, you have pictures of her with this guy as kids. Then I doubt it's that they got married that young. (laughs) You know, I doubt it's probably her fucking brother, dude. Or like just a, a childhood friend. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. Right. Like, but you also said that she lives with her family. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so much here, but like you nailed it on the head. Like it, it, this is one of those mysteries where I don't think we can solve. Cause there's so many variables where we can like, just throw out all the possible ways that this could be mm-hmm. something else than it is. But it's like, yes, at the end of the day, you don't trust her when you tried to talk about it. She lost her fucking mind so badly that she broke up with you and woke up her family. And now you keep trying to talk to her and it you can't have a rational conversation. Those aren't indications of a relationship you should stay in. Sorry, because let me tell you, that Thanksgiving dinner is going to be real weird because it's not like you can just switch off the flip like, or flip the switch and be like, I'm just going to pretend like this guy. Didn't say he wants to marry his sister or is he even the brother? Like, what do you do there? Or, so in the brother's case, be like, yeah, I'm going to just ignore the fact that my sister woke me up screaming a few weeks ago because this guy called and said that he thought we were fucking. Yeah, it's it's such a mess that you just need to, like, actually be like, well, this is bad and I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And like maybe next time consider a relationship that isn't long distance to the point where you don't know her living situation at all. That's already a pretty unhealthy sign. I think if you've been dating for a few years. Yeah. And you can't, you don't know what, what's going on on their end. Like, yeah, it should have come up at some point in time. Uh, So maybe next time, I don't know if you had reason to be this distrustful, but like, if you do find yourself going down the gigantic Twitter, Xbox sleuthing hole, it's probably a bad sign already. Yeah. Again, we say it all the time. You got to trust someone to be in a relationship. I've got a question here for you. Whoa, you got a question here on this podcast? Yes. Uh, this comes from Reddit user microscopic problem. Is this a flat red flag or is it a sign I'm not attracted to him? So I, a 29 year old female, have been seeing this guy, a 32 year old male, for a couple months now. One thing that's been slowly getting more and more on my nerves is that he's incapable of touching slash cuddling me without groping me. 
like there's no non-sexual affection. Now, he's in no way deprived. We have sex at least once a day every time we're together. He just has a very high sex drive and gets in the mood multiple times a day and will not hesitate to grope me mid-cuddle or even just whip it out as we're laying on the couch. Each time it happens, I roll my eyes harder than the last. Like this past week, we spent four days together. One of the nights, we accidentally stayed up till 5 a.m. doing a puzzle. When we realized the time, we zombie shuffled to bed. As we were laying there, he's rubbing my back, and I almost soothe into a blissful coma when his hands dive south. I immediately cringe and say, no, sleepy time, because, like, it's 5 a.m. I'm thinking to myself, who in their right mind would think it's a good idea to try to initiate sex when I'm clearly exhausted? He takes his hand away. He does handle the times I reject him well, but no more back rub. I've been stewing over this and remembering other times as well, just getting more and more annoyed. Is it a red flag that he does this? Or would I feel differently if I was more attracted to him? I still feel conflicted about the situation. For the record, we are still dating and actively sexing each other's brains out. I don't miss, I, th- I think green flags is that he's respecting the verbal boundaries that you're putting down, or at least like in the moment. It would be a very big red flag if he was ignoring and still trying to be all gropey. I don't think it's a red flag that when you guys, because it's a recent enough relationship, right? Couple months. Yeah, like you're horny as fuck. Your partner's body. It's like even now, it's like I, if I'm cuddling, it's very hard to cuddle and not be like have a hand somewhere. Especially because mm-hmm. I don't really love cuddling because it's very warm and you know what I mean. It's not a red flag for him to have been horny at five a.m. when you guys get pressed up together. You know what I mean? That's like him saying, "What kind of crazy person thinks it's a good idea to do a puzzle at five a.m.?" Obviously, you're tired, but horniness went out for him that i don't think is a red flag what i do think i don't even know if it's a red flag but it's like rolling your eyes isn't proper communication you know what i mean you can't be like well i rolled my eyes and i rolled my eyes even harder the next time and i rolled you know like talk to him literally just be like hey obviously i find you very attractive i love sex blah blah blah, but like it's kind of bothering me that we can't seem to have a single moment together where you're not actively kind of pursuing it. And like, I like that you like my body and blah, 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 blah. But I would like some more like romantic or non-sexual touching. Cause the thing is you say, Oh, he stopped the back rub, but like you'd already said like, Hey, no, no sex, no whatever. And like, I'd probably take that as stop the back rub too. Like I wouldn't take it as just don't bring your hands South. It would probably be like a, look, I'm tired. Hands off. Let's go to bed. Yeah. So for me, is it a red flag? I don't think so. Some people have different sex drives and different desires in terms of like touch and sexual touch and when that happens and, you know, whatever. Uh, But what you need to do is talk, actively set these boundaries, actively let them know what you want or don't want. Don't rely on eye rolls. I mean, yeah, I think you carried that one out. I don't really have much to add. I just like, I, I hate when people are very specific about like, and I, all this time, I didn't even tell him and he still, he doesn't know. It's like, <laughs> yes. Uh, my, my big concern here is you being like, am I not attracted to him? Yeah. Especially when she's like, we fuck each other's brains out all the time. It's like, what? If you don't know if you're not, a, like, if you're attracted to someone or not at, at this point, after a couple months in, like if, if you're sitting there being like, hmm, am I attracted to them? I dip. Yeah, that's that's a red flag to me. By now, you should know if you're attracted to someone. I'm not saying you need to know if you want to spend your life with them or if you want to date them or be exclusive or whatever. You don't need to know any of that shit. It's still early. But at the very least, you should know. And also, the, the alternative here is you saying, oh, if he was more attractive, would I be okay with this? Mm-hmm. Which means it seems to say that like, oh, these are things that I'm not enjoying, but would I put up with it for a hotter person? Seems... yeah 
pretty fucked up as well. And from like a self-esteem point of view, like if you mm-hmm. don't like something, if you're not enjoying something, it shouldn't matter how hot the person is doing yeah. it mm-hmm. for you to and say the, something about it. Yeah. And the thing is you can have a personal like boundary or, or likes, dislikes, etc., and have it one, not have to do with their attractiveness and two, not have to be a red flag on their behalf either. Like, yeah. I like, I know some people who like, I've been with them. If you touch their boobs when you're not actively getting down and dirty, they fucking hate it. Do not touch it. Off limits. Do not enjoy. Hard. You know, no, no, no. Never do it. I know other people that love it. Anytime. I know some people are ambivalent. That's fine. That's their personal thing. And it's like, if I see a boob and I'm like, ooh, it's a boob. Some people are like, great with that. And again, I've been with people who are like, no, never. If we're Mm -hmm. naked, we're in the middle of something, then you can touch my boobs. But if I'm just getting changed, don't do it. And that's fine. Yeah. Set some boundaries. Set Have an actual conversation instead of, as Niall said, just rolling your eyes. Um, I, I do feel like I think there's something going on. If I was sitting at, at a, uh, a person I'm intimate with and I was just like, I'm just going to pull my dick out. I think that is the closest thing we get to a red flag of just like, if you guys are just sitting on the couch, not doing anything. And he decides that now's the time to pull his dick out. I think that's a little weird. Yeah, again, it all depends on like what the times that they are down for having sex are like. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, maybe that's how she does it. Maybe when she's good to go, she's just like, whatever. You know, because they don't seem that upset by it. They just seem to have it be one in a, a list of things. So I don't know. And the thing is like, again, back to the eye rolling, that could be very playful. You know what I mean? They could be like, oh, here we go. Like, or it could be, ugh. Well, yes. What do you do after that happens? Like, do you eye roll and then just start sucking his dick? Because, like, that's not a message that's clear. Yeah. So I just, like, just talk to him. You know what I mean? If he doesn't know and if things seem, like, playful or fun, like, if if something keeps happening and you keep rolling with it, that's almost like you being like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yes. It, it's very hard for someone to be like, oh, you don't like this. If you they do the thing and then you do what they want had to mm-hmm. happen because of the thing. Like... There's no way anyone would be like, oh, she's not a fan of this because you're doing it. And I, yeah. I know there is like a, a line there. And I know that like some people do things they don't want to do because of coercion and, and mm-hmm. guilt and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't seem to be what's at play here. What's mm-hmm. at play here is you not being specific and communicative with what you want and what you're comfortable with and your boundaries mm-hmm. and uh, him not not knowing because the the lines are so blurred with you. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if he is on the shittier side of things, the best way to figure that out is by being specific because then he has no excuse to fucking, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oops. Like, and then if he keeps ignoring kind of what you want, then you know, this person sucks. Exactly. You know, like don't leave it in the gray area where he almost gets like, Oh, maybe he didn't know. Like if you honestly think this is an issue, be straight up. And then if he ignores you, dump this fucker. Yep. But just have this chat. Eye rolls are not communication. What can an ugly average salary guy do to still be attractive? By Krakenito. Stop thinking of yourself as ugly. Mm hmm. <sighs> this is, I mean, kind of similar to what we talked about last week, I think, a little bit in terms mm-hmm. of uh, there's, there's a lot of things that can make you an attractive partner. Mm-hmm. And the first and foremost, I think, is finding what you need to do, whatever it is, to. Be comfortable with your body, be comfortable with your face, I guess, to be a confident person. And I'm not saying that you have to 
like, again, get into absolutely jacked shape or go get cosmetic surgery or like do anything drastic. But you need to come to terms with the fact of like, hey, this is what you look like. And there's not much you can do about it, but you can love yourself. And maybe that takes some therapy. Maybe it takes some counseling. Maybe it takes a a new friend group who don't make jokes at your expense. Or maybe it takes you standing up for yourself and telling your friends, hey, guys, like, I'm actually a little self-conscious about the way I look and the way you talk to me really fucks me up. So if I could ask that we drop those jokes, that would be great. And you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like small steps that you need to take to make yourself feel better, feel more confident. And all those things will manifest and and, uh, present itself outward. The more you feel like you're just a low salary, ugly dude, Mm -hmm. then yeah, that's what people are going to see you as. And and that that might not even be what they you know see you as. They might yeah. look at you and not think that at all. But if that's what you're, if that's the energy you're approaching people with, or you know, if, if that's just sort of like what you have decided you are, then like that's what you are. Sorry, but like no one's no one's going to go out of their way to find you more attractive or to to talk you out of yeah. what you think you are. No one's going to do that. If you're waiting Hard for someone, someone yeah. to fight you on what you're telling them about you. Why would they put the effort in? Cause they're going to meet you. You're going to dump what you think you are in front of them. And like, they don't know any better yet. Yeah. Because if someone comes up to you and like, for whatever reason, you're having a great chat at a bar with someone and you know, are you then going to be like, Oh, I can't believe you talked to this ugly low salary guy. Like that sucks. And if someone says, if someone does find you attractive, are you going to believe them? Yeah. Or are you going to be like, Oh no, I'm an ugly piece of shit. Because like at that point, what are they going to do? Be like, no, no, you're really attractive. Or they're going to be like, all right, if you think so. There's a very brief limit on the, no, seriously, like you're, you're, you're like, I find you super attractive. Like that works maybe twice. And if you keep denying it, it just gets exhausting. It makes my compliment feel uh, disingenuous if I'm keeping like, no, 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 you're yeah. actually, I'm like, well, now I just seem pandering and it seems like you want to hear it and it seems like you're fishing for it. So like now what was uh, a genuine nice thing f- that I wanted to tell you now feels performative and mm-hmm. and bleh. And it's also effort now. It's It's more and more effort for me to try to fight you on this thing. And it's like, that's not fun. And if I know the next time I give you a compliment, you're not going to take it. And I'm going to have to have this struggle again, you know, but I think one thing that is very clear about this question is obviously this person thinks there are two things that make you attractive and that's being physically attractive or not ugly, which again, ugly is fucking nothing, right? Everyone's ugly is different. Mm -hmm. And two, your wage. And if you think that's the only two things that make you attractive, then you're off to a bad start. Yeah. You can have a million a million fucking things to make you attractive. A lot of which you can work at. Uh, and even then, it's like, if you're ugly, there are so many things you can change or fine tune or, you know, finesse a little bit to help you. Like, you can make sure you have a nice haircut. You can make sure you are have good hygiene. You can make sure you smell good. You can make sure you dress well. Not saying you need to spend a lot of money on clothes. Just wear clothes that fit you and are well-kept. Maybe that are your color. Maybe that are pseudo-fashionable. You can be interesting. You can be confident. You can be funny. You can be impressive, whether it's at juggling or fucking music or. Well, let's not encourage. Maybe not. Let's let's not encourage people to take up juggling. (laughs) No, but for real, like there's so many things that are attractive. Uh, Too many for me to list. And it's like if you think it's just being born with a good face and having money, 
then you're doing yourself dirty. With every aspect of romance and human interaction, there's no checklist. There's you trying to anticipate what will make you attract. It's like, yes, would being in incredible shape and having a, a face like Crim's he- Chris Hemsworth, Crim's Hemsworth, if, if would that make life easier? Of course it would. Yeah, the lesser known third Hemsworth brother, Crims. <laughs> I think there, I Who's, think there is three. Uh, I think the most attractive. <laughs> Two um, for cinema. Yeah, they they had to lock him. You know how they usually keep like the weird, you know, inbred brother locked in the basement. They had to keep it the, because he's just he's just too hot. They man in the iron masked him because he just oof. yeah too hot. So I, I really do think the first thing you need to do is get therapy because I as much as we can sit here and talk about like be confident, take a mm-hmm. bit dress, get join a club, get new friends. It's like all of that requires a foundational change in you. Like you need to want to do that. You need to be able to process new information to, to absolutely change your mindset because this mindset doesn't go away. It's not something that we're going to change sitting here talking to you because you have things that are ingrained in your brain Mm -hmm. that you have learned over however many years you've been alive that need to be analyzed and explained to you and worked through. And like, so I, I do think it's possible for for someone to recognize a problem and work on it. And it's a process and it takes a long time. But I do think sure. you can – I think therapy is definitely 100% helpful for everybody and especially in this instance. But like I think you can also consciously work on it yourself and try to get past it. And like Absolutely. even if it doesn't solve it, it's going to help. You know what I mean? I don't want people to be like, well, I don't have time or money or effort for therapy. So fuck it. You know, it's for like sure. you – it's not the be all and end all. You could do it without it depending on the issue but like yes if you can get it get it but like don't absolve yourself of responsibility either like you can work on this and if you make a conscious effort to like shunt away those like thoughts and you know it's just i think it starts with realizing one that you have a problem and two that there are so many other options for you out here than just oh i'm ugly you're not like confident like confidence funniness happiness like all these things positivity kindness these are all things people find fucking attractive that you can do and foster and express and not to sound like an asshole but there is something to be said about reasonable expectations if you aren't a particularly traditionally attractive person which look it, it happens it exists there are people who don't fit the you know societal standards of beauty are you going to manage to hook up with Megan Fox? Maybe not. So like if you're only trying to talk to women who are, you know, the pinnacle of societal beauty standards, that might be a losing battle for you. And and I'm not trying to say that to discourage you or to reinforce uh the importance of societal beauty standards, but I think there is something to be said about knowing you know, not, not, I don't want to say league or. No, but use, I think, use I think you're right. Like there's so many incelly posts that are out there. Like, oh, I can't get any woman, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, well, this, the old last person that talked to me was a four and I would never date below. A, and you're like, yeah. what do you one fuck off with the number system? But two, it's like, you can't go and be like, oh, I'm so ugly. And then be like, oh, I would never touch a girl. That's not perfect. It's like, what are you talking about? Like. One, you're not ugly, and two, don't be such a fucking weirdo. Like what we need, like we need to address how fucking skewed and bullshit societal beauty standards are. Mm-hmm. Because as you said earlier, everyone's ugly is different. The people, like oh. there have been 
I, you know, night after night after night when we were both single and going out, there were times where like, I'm sure I was like, damn. And you were like, really? And I, oh, there's sure. definitely times where you were like, damn. And I was like, really? And oh, like, yeah, for sure. There's like, and that's not to say those people are ugly at all. Know. It's just not my, my flavor. Hey, I'm sure I've met people who are like, Ugh. <laughs> look at this guy. Absolutely. I've also met other people, thankfully, who were like, hey, he's all right. Right. I'm, I'm sure there are people who wouldn't go anywhere near me. But then there are also people who have been like, you're so sexy and giving me mm-hmm. very nice compliments. And I'm like, great. And I what, can I figure out the the formula for that? Because I, I don't know, because like a lot of the times I'm like, why do you find me? This doesn't make any sense to me, but OK, I'll take it. Um that's so the thing. Like, like there is no checklist. There's no like, oh wait, hold on, you have X points. Like, hmm, let me check your life stats. Oh, you only have those points? No, sorry. Like, it's insane. That's not how it works. And if the, if it helps drive a point, here's an example. Uh, this weekend at my bar, I had two guys sitting there, and they were nice enough, but like strong douche chills. Like I I got the vibe that like. You know, they were they were finance bros who whatever. Two very attractive ladies sat down beside them. I had a great chat with them as I was, you know, walking them through the drink list, whatever. And uh, the dudes, I don't remember what we're talking about, but uh, they they hooked on to something that they could start a conversation with ladies. And like, look, I love when people on my bar talk because it makes my job easier. But the first thing almost immediately they started talking about was how much money they had. <laughs> And how they owned a house and how they were buying another house and how their car was so expensive. And I've never seen, and they were good looking dudes. They, they were very, very attractive guys. And I've never seen two people lose interest faster than those two women. And those guys sat at my bar for probably three or four hours. And they did the same shit every time. And every single woman that sat with like next to them or that they talked to, the second they started just rattling on about fucking money and and how important they were or how cool they were, mm. just lost fucking interest. So like those, this idea that like being attractive and having money, well, like w- me and would you work. have never had what I would describe as a monetarily impressive job. You know what I mean? Especially not from an outsider's perspective. If that dude had left out the money situation and just probably had a conversation about whatever, they probably would have done quite all right. Mm-hmm. So like and the, the idea that there's there's like these two things, it's like, no, it's not two things. It's not four things. It's not five things. It is knowing how to be yourself, be confident in yourself, and then like presenting that out to the world, like the, the you that you want to present out to the world, whether that's the right call or not, like whether you have done enough introspection to know mm-hmm. what the best version of you is, because like these guys probably thought that that like this is the best me. I am money and, and a good jawline and good haircut. But like the best part is if you go up to someone, you're like, oh, I have a lot of money and they're interested. That person sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's not good. That's not what yeah. you want. Why would you want that? Why would you want someone to look at you and see a wallet? Why would you want that to be the basis of whatever's going to happen next? It's like if someone can't like you for other things than the fact that you have money, that's fucking miserable. Like I would much rather be poor and have a decent relationship than just have someone be like, buy me this. Like, what? No, fuck off. It's such an insane thing to want to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, don't do that. Either way, you have a million things you can work on, a million things that are attractive. And the first thing you need to do is realize that attractiveness isn't just a face and a wallet. Yeah. That's step one. Yep. Absolutely. So, good luck. 
I hope you can find a way to empower yourself and be mm-hmm. more confident and get over this idea that you're ugly and and nothing more than than an ugly dude with a bad job or whatever. Like it's you're so much more than that. I can promise you that. Yeah. You just need to to believe it and you need to start working on presenting that to the world. And and I believe you can do it. I absolutely do. And if there's people out there who feel the same, you're not. You're not an ugly person with a bad job. You're not an ugly mm-hmm. person with whatever. You're you're currently just in a, a position of not understanding how great you are yet. Yep. Jobs are overblown. Money is overblown. And even like attractiveness, completely overblown. I know so many people who would be like, you'd see them and you'd be like, damn, is that guy a model? And then you talk to any women around him and they're like, he's the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sure, maybe he hooks up occasionally at bars because they haven't gotten to know him yet. But like, would you want that? Probably not. Maybe for a little bit. Yeah, the novelty would wear off very, very quickly in in that sort of situation. And you also don't, you could still do that if you got your confidence, get your groove back. Yeah. All right. Tinder time? It's probably Tinder time. At the end of the episode, we like to jump onto online dating platforms such as Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and peruse them and look at the profiles and comb through them for red flags to let you know what works, what doesn't work, and never to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Now, this is nameless. And again, I don't know if we did this last week. But it's a Bumble profile, and they say, we'll get along if you're Christian, like Formula One, outdoorsy, and laughing at the small things. Can we just talk about how, like, I think we've talked about this before, how everyone apparently loves Formula One. And I figured out why there's a there's a Netflix documentary that follows, like, the really hot racers, which I think mm-hmm. is now why people give a shit about it. But, like, it's so weird. I'm like, you don't like Formula One. Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I just don't get it. You know what I mean? It's like... Isn't there like a hundred laps or some shit? I, I don't know a single goddamn thing about Formula One. And let me tell you, I imagine most people who say they like Formula One also do not know anything about it other than the hot drivers that they like. Maybe. And that's not know. to be reductive. I'm sure there are some women out there who do like Formula One as a sport. But I'm just saying the majority of people, I don't think actually give a shit about racing at all. Uh, so this is, I, it, I hate it. The second, <laughs> the second I see someone say they like Formula One, I assume that the relationship will be built on lies because you do not. So it's zero. Yeah, I don't love when people are very prominent about their religion in their stuff, and also Formula One bores me. Um, laughing at the small things. What do you think about that? I mean, children. It's kind of just such a nothing Animals? phrase, isn't it? It kind of doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. It's like laughing at this. Like the small things are. Well, I mean, I guess don't sweat the small stuff is a common phrase. So, But even then, it's like laughing at the small things? Like, okay. Like, do, is that just you saying you don't laugh at big things? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, I, it's, it's, this is super bland for me. It's going to be a three. I think it's just someone who fucked up don't sweat the small stuff or <laughs> trying to put their own spin on it and just kind of fell flat. Uh, this is Angel, 24. Trans girl. Then there's Snapchat. You're handsome, but my fingers are programmed to swipe left. Let's hit the gym and teach me how to get sexy. Hard eyes. Okay. The the fingers program to swipe left is weird. Yes. It's like, okay, well, did you swipe right? Am I handsome? You're saying everyone's handsome? Or are you saying I'm not handsome if you match with me? Yeah. I don't know. But you can hit the gym together. That's like a five. It's, it's bland. I don't necessarily get what you're going for. And yeah, that's about it. 
I'm going to give it a three because I, it's, there's nothing there that makes me, anyone who's like, is like, I just say no to everybody. Yeah, you're right. I'll give it a four. Okay, (laughs) cool. Why would I bother wasting a like on you? I have, uh, you know, limited likes unless you're paying for it. Why would I I say yes to someone who's probably going to say no? Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, You ready for Sohana? Yeah. 33. That's my son. Please don't swipe right if you have an issue with that. Don't have time for drama slash multiple dates. So don't meet me if you're confused as shit. Don't have time for multiple dates. So is it sort of like a we go on one date and then we're married situation? She's, She's bringing the fucking priest with her just in case. Yeah. He's the bartender. She goes to one one bar who's got an ordained minister behind it. And if you guys hit it off, she brings her son apparently as well to the date. Yeah, I, it just it feels like the don't ever talk to me or my son again like thing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's so aggressive. And also, they don't seem to understand what dating is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do want multiple dates. Yes. Because, hey, so, let me tell you, after we start dating, I would like to still go on dates. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing. It's like after the first few, when you realize you like someone, that's when it gets really good. Yeah, that's when you get to do fun shit. Why would and I like, want that to end? Especially want, prematurely. And like actually want to start putting like financial investment in the dates as well. So you get to do cooler shit. Like, you know, I'm not going to go spend couple hundred dollars on tickets or something on a first couple dates. But like once I've been seeing someone long enough, if there's a band we both like, yeah, then it, like that's the time to go see a band or like go to an event or go to a festival or something. Also, like that's when you do know it. each other well enough to do like the dates you might not have thought up for the first date, but like that you realize are perfect for the two of you. My current partner, my fucking last or our second date was flying trapeze. Fucking sick. Well, that's that's because you guys are fucking idiots and went on multiple dates. Damn it, you're right. <sighs> uh, this is like a two. Yeah. Um, this one is tough because it is just a picture, but let me describe okay. it to you. Okay. This is SB. Um, it is a Mr. Potato Head. Perfect. It's a, an actual picture. It's like not a drawing. It's a, a photo of a Mr. Potato Head smiling he, and waving. Is he crucified like that minion? It's not. It doesn't have, I think it's usually a hat that goes on in Mr. Potato Head, but it is bald. It's got strong Steve Harvey energy. But the caption underneath just says, I like you cut, G. <laughs> like you cut or like your cut? I like you cut, G. That's real weird. So it's like, I don't know if you mean, do you like really shredded dudes? Do you like, or like circumcised? circumcised? Yeah. Why is it a Mr. Potato Head telling me what I should have? done with my dick when i was a child Mm -hmm. i just i don't get it i don't understand what's happening here i love it but i don't get it i'm you know what that might be a true five because i'm so torn both ways yeah i i mean i'm gonna give this a four because i would say no and i did say no so was there anything else literally nothing oh man i'm i see no is it a good dating profile no am i very intrigued yes yeah but is it something I want? Like, is no, it, again, not is all. It, if, even if it's I want you shredded or I want you circumcised, neither of those are good things to just say, especially under a potato head thing. So really, <laughs> it's a zero. I think my new I didn't really thought about this until last time. But I think my new thing is like, would I waste a swipe on you? Would I That's use true. one of my valuable swipes on this? I don't know what you look like. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about you other than you like when I'm cut, G. I don't even know really what that means. 
So no, I'm not going to use one of my my limited swipes per day. Should we just be swipe or no swipe? Should we just re- reduce it to that? I pitched that so many times. No, you never. You've never said it. It took my <laughs> genius brain to come up with it. I, th- I mean, this is how I'm going to be. Well, I don't mind using the numbers still if you want, but like I'm, I'm also down to just go to, are you worth the swipe or not? See, I kind of like the numbers because then we can have fun with them. Little nuance, yeah. You know, swipe, no swipe. It's it's so clear cut. This is Lindsay. Didn't come here to knit. A friend said I have to put something in here. So creative and sporty, clumsy and athletic, blind but fast, pretty but rough. I don't do nails, but I find character in my clothes. New to this and already finding it takes way too much time. Prefer meeting people out. So if you aren't six foot plus, fit, witty, fun, into girls who can give you a run for your money at sports the same day she takes you through a gallery. And if you don't love dogs, please go have yourself a left sandwich. Yeah, this would be a hard no. Yep. For me. That would be a no. That I'm gonna give this a two because it's it's the wrong energy. It is Look, the wrong energy. Even just like a friend said they had to put some, like, come on, you know what this is. You you're thirty-four. You can understand what a dating fucking profile is. Like, you don't need your friend to be like, no, Lindsay, you have to put, like, fuck off. Also, you don't have to. There's plenty of people who don't have anything in their profile. They should, you know? Sure, absolutely. But you don't have to. Also, it's just like, they just seem so bitter and, like, shitty. Yeah, if you prefer to meet people out, then do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, it's like if you don't want an online date, if you if this is something that causes you stress and you hate it and you don't like it, then don't do it. Yeah, it's really that simple, guys. No one's making you. Uh, you got one more for me? Oh, I got one more for you. This is Heather Christian, pure blood, mama of three girls. If you haven't stopped reading yet, then congrats, you've met a unicorn. I want something real. Don't waste my time. Don't smoke, but I vape. Like singing, hunting, driving, being on the lake, and going to the gym. Teach me how to fish. I'm looking for forever, so if you can't relate to anything I've said so far, then bye. And there's a bit in the middle that I can't read because it's, like, obscured. I mean, this is just a really wordy way of saying, not like other girls. Also, I'm either a massive anti-vaxxer or a Nazi. I don't really know which one it is, but guess what? Neither's great. Also, don't smoke, but I vape. Get out of here. It's the best. Get out of here. The best. I Look, if you feel so inclined to brag about the fat cotton that you're ripping <laughs> on your dating profile, I got to imagine it's a big part of your life. Also, just like smoking and vaping are fairly fucking similar, especially for the people around you. It's like you can't vape on a patio. I probably don't want you vaping in my home. Like there's not really that much of a difference. So like the fact that you have to be like, I don't smoke, but I do vape. It's like, <laughs> like, why are you trying to make a distinction here? But yeah. also pure blood. Get out. Yeah, the second anyone talks about their their bloodline, regardless of what it is, like there's no good way no to to talk about that. Anytime anyone says like you know pure blood, it does it literally does not matter what you're talking about. No, so just like minus forty for me. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, friends. Uh, Once again, if you are a new listener from Fan Expo, we love to have you. Thank you very much. It. It means the world that you took the time to, to hang out with us there and now here. If you're you know, one of our regular friends, as always, thank you for hanging out with us. We know we fucking love you. 
we do love you. We know time is is tight and spending an hour with us means the world to us. If you really like us and want to help the show continue on and want to show your love to us in a more tangible financial way, you can support us on Patreon. We have a, a very easy to join Patreon. We have a couple levels uh, at, as low as $3 a month just helps us so much. Um, but if you want the extra bonus episode every month, pillow talk, which is coming out, I don't know. I don't have a calendar on me, but it's days. coming out soon. It's, it comes at the end of every month. There's already 11 or 12 or 13 of them out right now. Um, so you're getting a cool back catalog of all of our old episodes, as well as a new bonus episode every month every at month. the $7 level, which is, Hey, that's, that's great. It's a real good deal. We really, really appreciate. And you know what? Even if it's just an old like, subscribe, recommendate, recommendate, recommend recommendate. to a friend or a little five-star review, you can do them on Spotify or pretty much anywhere that you can rate us. We would love that. It does mean so much to us. You know, like we are still waiting on the results for the Canadian Podcast Awards, but like we got there because of everyone's support and we fucking love that. And we yes, want to keep being able to do stuff. We got our, our first taste of of seeing people out in the wild at Fan Expo and we want to do more shit. So all the support means so much. It helps us give you guys what you hopefully enjoy and helps us do it without digging a big death hole. Uh, so thank you so much. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvesties for their song Paper Stars. And we fucking love you guys. Okay, you you told me about this bad sex writing, so it hit me. Well, it's just a normal woman's normal response to a normal question on Quora. You ready? Yep. So the question is, how old was your child when you stopped snuggling and cuddling, right? And uh, this mother replied, Two or three nights ago, my daughter and I were laid on the sofa watching a film on TV cuddling. We both have large, firm, pointed breasts, and as I was laid on my back, she was laid on top of me. This is the way we cuddle each other, and she loves it. Her large breasts do bulge tight against my breasts, and they really do bulge against each other. As I lay there with her watching the film, I felt her body really relax totally on mine, and by the time the film had finished, she had totally fallen off to sleep on me. I looked at our breasts bulging against each other and really didn't want to disturb her by waking her up just to go to sleep in the bed, so I had her cuddled up on me all night. So to answer your question, she hasn't, and don't think she will do. For a second, I forgot that this was a Quora question. Yeah. But don't worry. It's definitely a normal mother doing normal mom stuff and expressing them in a very natural mom way and not a man in a basement dimly lit. Just, yeah. Like, hey, dude, have you ever – I would say the, the, the least amount of bulging a breast can do is when you're lying down. <laughs> but, Dane, her large breasts do bulge tight against my breasts. And they really do bulge against each other. They really do. They really do bulge. Hey, sometimes you don't think it do be like that, but sometimes it bulge. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Mel Spain. And we've been your bulge buddies. 